Welcome to the Stanley Street Social Podcast presented by the TAC. The road belongs to us all. Big thanks to our presenting partner at the TAC for making sure that all road users get to their destination in a safe manner. And a very, very important reminder that we all play our role in making sure that we do our bit to be safe out on the road. My name is Alex Clements, and today I'm joined by Melbourne Football Club captain and Premiership captain Max Gorn and Campbell Fleckmore to discuss each team of the year. We use we use Max's official AFL ranking system of zero to seven, and if you agree, disagree with any reviews, please let us know. Before we get started, a quick message from our other podcast partners, MAP, have just released a brand new range of kit. And when I mean brand new, it is like nothing else I've ever produced. It's full of like loose tees, nicks with pockets in them, cool jerseys with, uh, it kind of combines that off-road feel with MAP's top, top, top quality condition kit and their uh, exceptional designs. So if you want to check that out, go to Alt Range uh, on their website at MAP.cc. It's very cool. And as I've mentioned in the last couple of podcasts, if you are looking for a challenge, 235 kilometers, 4,000 plus meters of climbing, the Peaks Challenge, Falls Creek 2022, entries are open. Uh, and up until the 28th of November, if you put Stanley Street Social in at checkout, you'll get yourself 5% off the entry. Hope you enjoy this episode. If you don't agree with any reviews, uh, please let us know. Welcome to the Stanley Street Social Podcast, presented by the TIC. The road belongs to us all. I'm joined today with Campbell Flakemore down south in Hobart and Max Gorn, Premiership Captain, to uh, review all the teams, run through the squads. And as we were just talking about before, maybe an apology for our preview show on um, Lombardy that re- really didn't go to plan. I'm not sure. We don't need to name names on who said this, but I've got a tweet here from from Nick saying uh, he's just listening to the pod and it says, why is the POG still racing was the question that we posed. And I, I don't think we mentioned Masnada, uh, even a quote of his name at any point as well. No. No. I mean, and he would have been lucky to get a mention with Philippe and Remco on the same team sheet. So everything's great in hindsight, though, isn't it? We're all heroes looking back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, been out on the bike, Max. Clocking some yeah. minutes. Went out for a ride this morning. Peninsula went up uh, Arthur's. Wasn't my best time up Arthur's, I must admit. Um, I was. I felt heavy on the bike today. So, but I in the end, I then going downhill. I clocked up. I was high seventy clicks at one at one point. So I was feeling good going down. So I must have been pretty he- heavy. Um, and what's the What's the news coming out of Tassie? Someone sneak out of quarantine. That's not one of you boys, is it? Not me. I did hear that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what the protocol is down here. Whether it, it just wasn't walked out the front either. door. It wasn't you two. That's good. Yeah. It either. It's crazy that down here. Still looks to be somewhat safe. Doesn't look to be out of hand. So still just um, living the freest, freest life down south. Is uh, the... Does the performance coach or your performance, your fitness manager know about your cycling at the moment, Max? Uh, trying to keep it on the lowdown. Um, yeah. We're only running twice a week at the moment to start back up, so riding sort of complements that. Yeah, uh, I'm sure they um, they love hearing that you're doing PB speeds on the downhill too. <laughs> and horrible speeds uphill because I feel fat. <laughs> I won't be reporting this one back. Should we just get straight into the team sheets? Is there, is there anything? This, this, just to confirm, Alex, this is just a, a season review of all the yeah, World we, Tour teams. 
World Tour teams and Alberson. Alberson, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. I think unless unless you want to add anyone else in Cambo, anyone else you feel we deserves probably, their spot. Can probably I drop mean, World Tour teams. <laughs> yes, that's probably <laughs> that's probably the better question is who can, do we need to cover some of these World Tour teams? I mean, Coffee descent into Marche are lucky to qualify. Um, Although Inter Mache did have yeah, a few good victories, they, they, had, they had some good good victories. But uh, I mean, Coffee is still being a World Tour team. It's yeah, they're probably not getting the results to to qualify for that bracket. But here we are. Yeah, we'll start off. We'll go through them alphabetically. Al- Albus and Phoenix off the top. The only non tour, uh, non World Tour team that we're going to talk about today, and fourteen World Tour wins. Matthew van der Poel at the, at the head of the team. But I think the really the big piece for me is that like they've stepped up in terms of their support of him, but also bringing some other rise to the table. Um, Merlier, Philipson, and they're like exciting to watch, led by the man himself. Yeah. Uh, for a couple of years there, it was the, the van der Poel show. But you're right, Tim Merlier winning stages at the Giro, winning stages at the Tour de France, Philipson getting really close to the Tour, jagging a few um, at the Vuelta. And then, yeah, you're right, just in the classics, just not all match you. He's got some good support there. And just as an outsider looking in, the team looks super organised. They have a clear pathway. It looks polished. And, you know, besides the top, top World Tour teams, you know, they're probably in the top five teams of, of destinations where you'd want to be going at the moment, I think, as a young rider. Hmm. The thing that really excites me is they always, well, they send, they send Philipson, Merlier and Vanderpol to very similar races and they seem to have the same calendar, which I like. I mean, I'm not sure if they like because um, <laughs> they, they're competing against each other for um, team, team leader, but it makes it an exciting Alperson Phoenix. It speaks to how... Uh, how well it must be inside in-house too, like for, for to send like your three hottest riders to the same, same events. There must be a pretty strong culture in there for them to be able to get along and make it work. Uh, Cause it's been shown by multiple other teams that a lot of the time when you, when you send multiple winners to a race, it does not work. Mm. So there's good things happening in Alberson. They're also, I wonder if the ECI are saying, oh, we're going to make this team like, have to apply for a world tour license. So they're just going to use the Vanderpol card to kind of get to every race that they want to and not have to deal with all the other nonsense that comes with being a world tour squad. I think it makes sense, doesn't it? To just stay at this pro conti level, get whatever invites you want. And um, yeah, you're right. Not have to deal with the nonsense and the fees of becoming a world tour team and just and pick and choose. So um, it probably helps them um, run on a, on a shorter budget but still be able to, to operate at such a high level, which, yeah, I think some other teams can probably learn from, from the organisation of Alperson. I mean, 14 World Tour wins and 32 wins overall for the season, that's much better than most of the World Tour teams. Yeah. Ranking? Uh, we, just to confirm, we're going out of seven? I think out of seven. Uh, we, in terms we, of... You go? Yeah, I just wanted to um, just check... Did. Do you, do you guys give yourself rankings after the grand final or does everyone just get a seven for being there? Uh, good question. I haven't done mine. Um, I, I, I wouldn't have been a seven. I wouldn't have been a six. I would have been lucky to be a five. Um, but I think we all get sevens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for Alberson, what are you thinking, Max? Uh, I'd give him a five. Oh, 
This is hard to read because Vanderpol hasn't won any of the big races. Um, and funny enough, Vanderpol and Van Aard both not in the any of the massive wins uh, throughout the whole year. Um, so I'm going to go five. Yeah. I think the, the thing that I noted too when, when considering their ranking was uh, although Vanderpol had two Tour de France stages, he also had that time in yellow, which was created by a piece of genius from himself um, to put himself into that jersey. Uh, I'm going to give him a six. Yeah, I'm going to go with six two. Just the amount of World Tour wins probably compared to expectations at the start and the wins are quite spread out as well. So I think it's enough for a six. But as we know, Alex, we tend to go a little bit overs. I think Maxi has the system a little bit more down pat, but I'm going to go for a six. We're still learning. We're still learning. A, A win at every Grand Tour is a nice big tick. Yeah. I think, and to be fair, a lot of teams have done that, but we... We rate in Elpis and Phoenix just a little bit higher because of their non-pro team. I think it's important to consider yeah. that ranking. Yeah. Uh, Bahrain Victorious. Starting hot. We're starting with some big teams here. <laughs> some big riders stepping up. Um, Pudon, Colbrelli, Jack Haig. Uh, this includes 16 World Tour wins and a podium at the Giro with Caruso and then Jack Haig, third at the Vuelta. And then, of course, Sonny Corporelli winning um, Paris-Roubaix just last week. It's I was a little bit concerned about this group a couple of years ago. It was Mikel Landa. It was a lot of money but not a whole lot of results. But this year it's really, really came together. And especially in the second half of the year, it's just kind of snowballed and, and momentum has just, just chalked up so many victories for this group. Had an amazing time in France. Obviously, the tour with uh, Mahoric um, and Marc Padun in the Criterium. Mm. Um, that, yeah, that amazing sort of couple of months there. And then, obviously, the hosp- the, the visit to the hotel from the drug testers came purely <laughs> based off what they were doing in France. But then he kept going. Cabrelli kept, kept, kept going and finished off the year really well, um, including being the Euro champion in Paris-Roubaix. Um, yeah. I, these guys are almost my going to be my highest rated team until UAE. So I just love what they've done. I think it's also important to mention the victory of um, your man Tratnik in the Slovenian ITT championships, Max, it all adds up. <laughs> he needed to win a TT at some point for the rest of his career just to make me feel better about that tip. <laughs> I th- the dependence on the, the lack of dependence on Lander is really nice too, just to see that they've kind of moved away from it feels like he brings nonsense to a team just throws it into a little bit of anarchy around who who's doing what and as he's got he's only signed to 2021 i don't imagine that contract is being renewed unless you guys have seen anything but he's performing well, if, it is, well if it is he's getting a, a big pay cut yeah um, only one of those victories of the, the 30 overall was from Lander, I believe. And you're right, there's a lot of nonsense and sometimes it's good, you know, any press is good press. But with Lander, it's just a, a bit of a circus and I think he's had enough chances now that um, if I was manager of Bahrain, I'd be, yeah, cutting his contract severely or just not offering him one altogether. Well, yeah. three three top tens uh, in all the Grand Tours. Obviously, the Tour was 10th with Bilbao, but Caruso <sighs> second at the Giro and Hagee fourth at um, the Volta shows that they don't need Lander. 
Exactly. And, and three Tour de France stage wins as well, yeah. that top 10. So put all your eggs in the Hagee basket. Just also remember, Caruso um, coming second to the Giro feels like it was 14 years ago. <laughs> that was huge. Like that was huge. It was, yeah. He, he won the, 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 the major climb in the last uh, like stage 20 as well. He won the stage. He did. Went, he went after it. Yeah, it was crazy. And, and that's kind of where the momentum started because then from there it was just into the Dauphiné and then it just snowballed to uh, then to the back end of the season. So maybe it all started from from that momentum from Caruso. But I'm probably – if these guys aren't a seven, they're stiff. I, um, I, I agree. That's where it, I remember saying on the podcast – that that selfless nature of Bill Bow and Caruso on that stage was unbelievable and would love to show that to the boys. Mm. Um, and from there, it looked like it grew Bahrain. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. The momentum started at the Jura. And then just a little Roubaix title just to finish the year off, close it mm. off. It's do you, do you pull it back from a seven because there's not <laughs> – like, did they need to win a grand tour? Is that, is that maybe part? It could be, Alex. That that could be the reason why they're not going to get a seven. It's a definite six for me. Um, I, yeah, you're probably right. It's missing that grand tour victory. So I'm going to go for a six. I agree. Out of the out of the eight big races, Chuck in the Olympics, the 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 nine big races, they haven't won. Oh, well, Colbrelli won one. Yeah. It's probably a it's it's probably a six. I think it's a stiff six. Yeah. Yeah. Not far from a seven, which is big from this team. Big from this team. Bora. Um it's been the Sargon show for years, a few years now. He's on the out. A mixed bag of results, but not hideous. No, I mean eight world tour wins for the season. It's not you're right, it's not. It's not hideous. Um, I don't remember any that stand out in a in a massive way. The Nils Pollitt one at the Tour de France was was really nice. Um, win at the Tour de France. Sharkman won the GC at at Paris Nice. Um, but yeah, there was nothing really that got you super excited about this team. And with Sargon leaving. Um, yeah, I don't know what the what the direction of, of this team is. And I know Sargent's not the rider that he was a couple of years ago, but he still generated that hype whenever he went to a race. So I don't know whether Sharkman has that same same jazz about him. But uh I mean eight 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 world tour wins is not it's not horrific. So have we got have we got Jai Hindley coming over? Is that is that right? I believe that's correct. Yeah. I don't think Jai managed to chalk up a victory in twenty twenty one after his is uh, podium at the Giro. So hopefully it was just a bit of a hangover from that and he can uh, get a fresh start with Bora. But um, it leaves a little little bit of interest. I think Kelderman is Kelderman the one that's leaving. So Bookman, Bookman and Kelderman were ultra disappointing in terms of GC for them this year. I know Bookman crashed out of the Giro when he was looking hot. Um, Kelderman, I don't think he's going to make it as a GC rider. Shackman, I'm not sure what he is, but um, <laughs> obviously ran Parinet early. Yeah, yeah he, he's a super one-week racer, Sharpman. There wasn't um, much to get excited about. No, no. Three, probably for me. Three's good. Yeah, three's on the money. Yeah. Not far from a pass, but 
Probably didn't do enough. Probably not quite. <laughs> Big, bigger end of the scale in terms of team size as well. Cambo, mm. I don't know if you got any um, budget numbers. I recall last year quite big on the the budget. Uh, yeah, the, the the mail from uh, Het News Blood hasn't yeah. come across my desk this season, so I don't have the figures on budgets. Um, so sorry about that. I'll um, let you run free on this next one, Cambo. It's um, comments off the off the bat. Cofidis, one world tour win. Was a Giro win, so it was early doors, but it didn't yeah. open up open up the floodgates for much else in the back end of the year. No, it was just the one the one stage at the Giro. Um, Twelve victories overall. I don't know the last time they won a stage of the Tour de France. I believe it was Sylvain Chavanel in two thousand and nine. I think in like a like a two up sprint. Uh, but the rest of their victories, not super exciting. I mean, these guys have still got Elia Viviani on their list, who did win five or six races this year. Um, but with all due respect, none of any great significance. And I'm sure they're paying him an absolute mops up. You know, we're talking probably €2 million, Euro, would you say, Alex? You, you kind of got your foot on the pulse. Mm, I Three think numbers. it'd be, be one-and-a-half plus. It's and a lot of money. Is, they, they went all in on um, him after his... After he had an absolute root roaring couple of years at Dakani Quickstep, but he has yeah. uh, he has cemented how important that culture of that team and Morkov is to winning races. And not only that, Laporte, Christophe Laporte, who won four of their races, is uh, moving on as well. So, it could be some dark and difficult times ahead for for Coffee just. Their, their big three just didn't deliver Laporte, Martin, Viviano. Although he might um, finished top 10 in two Grand Tours. Mm. Um, did, and he, did and he, was he at every race this year? Did he, he miss missed the Giro. He missed um, the Giro. Apart from that, was in every race, which is um, – they're not an Italian team, are they? They're a French team. That makes sense then. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he got in both those top 10s by uh, jumping in a break nice and uh, early in the in the campaign. Um, yeah, the, I haven't got, I've got nothing for them. I don't even know who Victor, Victor Lafay is, and I can't remember him winning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't remember this stage win at all, but it's there. It's in the history books. Um, if, if so, say they've got a, a one and a half million euro freed up because Viviani is not going back. Yeah, where, where do you put that money? Well, they they love French riders, although Viviani is not French. The other two are. They got to go after one of these, like Champoussin or Parry Pants, or one of these young French riders that might be seen as the next Bardet. Mm. Mm. Maybe, maybe a, a sprinter. I'm not too sure if there's any young sprinters that you want to gamble on. Maybe like a, a Philipson, like a Jordi Mouth. Yeah, Philipson's not going to get the opportunities that. At Alpecin, if Mulier is going to be their main sprinter, but if he's happy to, to take scraps, then um, I think I'd want to be staying at uh, at Alpecin. But yeah, if you get if you get Viviani off the books, that does free up a lot of money to to go and target a few people. But I think at World Tour status, one victory, it's 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 not good enough. Does uh, their one victory get them a point? Yeah, they probably. That's probably a one. Uh, again, Max, you've, 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 you've said that zeros are they're a thing, aren't they, in the, in yep. the score sheet? Yeah. Uh, Guy Martin's finished top 10 twice, so they can't be a zero. Yeah, oh, no, definitely not. Definitely not a zero. One? One. 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 Give them a one. Give them a 
give him one. Kenny Quickstep, just the kings of winning races. Have you got data on how many riders won races? I know they won 65 races overall and they won 25 of those in World Tour races. <laughs> it looks like about nine in the World Tour. Maybe 10. Yeah, if you go back to the World Tour. Um, and, and, and two of them were Sam Bennett. Uh, sorry, five of them were Sam Bennett before he fell out of favour in March. So he started, <laughs> yeah. he started hot. Is there any latest on that? What's happening with, with Bennett? Uh, wasn't, it, wasn't it seen as a slap in the face because he chose to go do Euros or something? Uh, I'm sure, uh, yeah, Patrick had some sort of smart comment about it that I've forgotten about, thankfully. Yeah. Um, it, but he just doesn't care, does he, Patrick? We, di- we didn't touch on this before, but Bora's got Sam Bennett going back there next year. Okay. That's, yeah. So that's their ticket. Mm-hmm. But, and also, this is going to be a very good proof of concept of if uh, Sam Bennett can succeed outside of the Dakerny Quick Step environment. Yeah. Because if he if he if he can't win outside of Dakerny Quick Step, then no one can. That's I think that's enough evidence. No one can ever yeah. win outside of Dakerny after that's where they find their fame. Um, but yeah, I think may, maybe maybe the only kind of downside to Dakerny's year is Patrick kind of losing his marbles um, in the media throughout the back end. Yeah, but would it would it be Quick Step without Patrick Lefevre? Uh, I don't know. It'd be it'd be interesting to see what happens if he leaves. And yeah, like, I know he's a madman, and he's not. He doesn't say the right things. And listen, I don't. From what I've seen, I don't think he's a he's a great person. But he seems to be managing this team really well. And the last four or five years, the amount of victories they've had with the budget that they say they have, yeah. um, it's nowhere near the the big teams. And to be getting sixty five victories. Uh, with what looks like at least 10 different riders, no team is coming close to this. So, uh, but yeah, this is the Sam Bennett going to bore Alex. That's the last piece of the research, I think, to to confirm whether there's a something going on at Quick Step because people go there and they win and they leave and they fall off a cliff. So it'd be interesting to see what happens there. I'd love to see a, a tour with Remco, Yao Almeida and Ella Philippe. Next year, um, I reckon they could all balance each other really well with Almeida being the overall GC man. I think Almeida's on the move to UAE. Oh, is he? I believe, yeah. I I just don't think – the Giro is their downlight of their whole year and it's where Remco and Almeida couldn't work out who was GC and then Remco (laughs) tanked. And then they didn't get a stage win and they also didn't have someone in the top 10. So the Giro is their letdown and it was almost their best team. Yeah. but apart from that, Alaphilippe was super again, lit up uh, races. Cav, the, the return of Cav, the return of Jakobsen late. Um, mm-hmm. And then Almeida's form definitely in the last month as well. Um, they got some good riders. And just on Cavendish, he was, he was winning races just in the last couple of weeks. So it wasn't just like he got up for the Tour de France and fell away. He kept his form going all year and is obviously super motivated to to go around again. I don't know whether he's been confirmed as being signed for next year, but it looks like he's going to get another another deal, which is which is good. And hopefully he can go for that that record. Only the, one, record. only the one 
out of I call the big uh, nine races, only won one, which was I think Kappa, Casper Asgreen might have won Flanders. Flanders, Flanders. yeah, in that two up sprint with uh, Matthew. Yeah, so only one out of nine for, for mm-hmm. the big team as well. Yeah. Score? Six. See, I'm putting budget and bringing him down to five. I just, I just, I don't think that's as good as what they were last year. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm just finding five it, race wins max, I, and you give I'm him a five. Finding it hard to look past those 65. raw numbers. Of wins. Sixty-five wins. <laughs> okay. <I'm, laughs> Some teams have got under five. They did win the green jersey of both the Volta and the Tour, so that's bringing me back. You've got to go with your what do you think yeah, here. Don't let us sway you. I don't think they're in UAE and Bahrain's category, and Bahrain were a six, so I think they're a five. Okay. I find it hard to measure that Bahrain jumbo GC focus versus De Koenig just being everywhere. But they've only yeah. won one of the monuments for yeah. someone. And that- I think uh, Roubaix not being super present, um, I think pulls them back a little bit. Big race for them. But I'm still giving them a six. I'll go five. Yeah, I think I want a six, just on pure numbers. This raw data. Mm. EF? Well, they were the they were the six last year. They were the team that really rose from nowhere last year. Um I don't I don't think they're gonna get a similar result this year. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not su- it's not last year. Last year was sorry, the year before, is it? Was it? Anyway, yeah, go on. This year, 11 wins, 11 World Tour wins. I think um, Magnus, like, shined at the Welter. Yeah. Like, he's made that race his own. And, yeah. All that's missing is probably a a stage at the Tour. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Magnus Court obviously giving him some big wins at the back end of the season with those three at the Vuelta um, and Nielsen Powers winning San Sebastian. That's a, that's a big race. It's a big one-day win. Mm. No. Yeah, just miss, missing that Tour de France stage doesn't help their overall score. No, Magnus. This is a, this is a two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you can say that with a lot of teams if you take out their best rider. Yeah. Um, not much in terms of GC. I know they've got Hugh Carthy and Rigoberto that both sort of failed yep. multiple times. Yes. Uh, Carthy did come a fifth at the Giro, but the Giro had massive gaps after first and second. I had him on my podium for the Welter, and I don't know if he got past about the second hill climbing day. <laughs> <laughs> The the other thing to just note, it's probably doesn't contribute to their ranking this year. Oh, he did a couple of little bits and pieces, but Valgren's back on the up after being he is. missing in action. So I think we could be here this time next year talking about Valgren clocking some good wins next year for them. I agree. What was, with the, that. What was the race that Valgren won a couple of years ago? Um, and everyone got really excited and then kind of really fell away and was almost lucky to get this today's contract. Was it Amstel, Amstel Gold getting torched? Yeah. Um, yep. But he's still got two more years on this on this EF contract. So he obviously got some good motivation at the back end of the year, um, those yep. two one-dayers in Italy and then the, the third world. So 
when he's on, he's a very, very dangerous rider. But the last couple of years, there just hasn't been many times where he's got it all together. So, yeah, if he and can get, some, him, get back to his best, that there's a lot of wins to come from him next year. And they would have got him at a good rate versus uh, Quebec or Quebec that would have paid him overs for. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a small, when a small budget team goes all in on something like that and it delivers you nothing, like that's that hurts. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it's probably. Meant the end of the team. Mm. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give this. I'm going to give this some, some cap space as well. Campbell, I know you love your budget, so freed up some cap space with TJ retiring. Yeah, he's. Uh, I believe he's gone straight into a managerial role. Oh, so he's sticking Is there. He? Jeez, that's not. Yeah, good. I believe he's going into a DS role at the team. So still on the books, but yeah, I'm sure he'll definitely be um, getting paid less as a DS. So there will be a little bit of money opening up there. <laughs> Is it a pass? Isn't it a pass? That's it's really close. It's a, it's a close between a three and a four. Magnus made it a four. I think the. I mean, I'm not sure if there's many world tour races in America, but not having not been able to go to America and ride in America probably hurt them as well. They probably target a few of those races like California and whatnot and Utah. And Utah. Um, yeah. So so the Volta where Magnus Court normally dominates, that's probably the last target of the year and they get it done. So it probably is a pass. Yeah. Um, yeah. With, a, with that three of the Volta, I think that gets them over the line as a four. Yep. Group Palmer, FTJ. Uh, they're a one, Alex. And next. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, they were a zero and saved by Stefan Kung winning the Euro TT, I reckon. Why? What happened to Arno? Like, where did he go? Well, he, he won just this week just gone. He won Parry Tours. Um, Does that mean much? It doesn't mean much at all. But we've, been, we've actually been really hard on him this year, I think, because he just went full flat track bully mode at the Giro at the end of 2020. We kind of thought that he was going to come and beat Caleb Ewan and beat Sam Bennett and beat all these big sprinters and it just hasn't really worked out that way. Um, he still had a number of victories. must have had about 10 wins still this year, but all the races in, in France that, let's be real, of a, of a team of this level have no real relevance to to anything um, except for the, the Paris Tours win, which is a, it's a decent one-day race, but the rest... He, he should be winning at and didn't really get going in, in the big races this year. So let's let's go through these household names. David Gadu, I mean, I, I know he's one of my boys, but he, he lit it up at times, but doesn't look like he's got the legs to do much in GC. Stefan Kung had a poor TT year until he won the Euros. DeMar couldn't sprint. Uh, Thibaut Pino, do you know where he is, Campbell? <laughs> I, don't. I don't. I did see him going out the back at Lombard here. He was on my smoky list, potentially didn't deliver as per. They wore um, the leader's jersey with Volta uh, in the Giro for about a week. They're a one. Yeah, I, they're a one. I, I, was, I was on Arno Damar. I was like, all right, he had his lead out train dialed. He's crushing stages of the Giro. He, he was going to be the, their guy for this year. And they've taken it. Yeah, and also, Tebow's finally on the out. They've finally given up on Cambo's dream that one Badly. day Tebow Pinot would win the Tour de France. <laughs> <laughs> and he's had the opportunity. And I know they, 
they had some illness or something, but wasn't wasn't a great year. It's no. One. So has he publicly said that he's given up his hopes of a tour? Uh, I don't know if he's publicly said I it. I think but, Alex is just spreading rumors about that. But in in his team, he didn't go. Did he go? He didn't go to the tour this year. No, he didn't go to the tour. It was all in for Arnold yeah. and uh, Gadu. And but also, I, he's gone missing. Like where 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 is he? He was finishing yeah. in main groups in these last few one day sort of stages over the last sort of month. He was finishing in the group, so he must be got legs again. Yeah. Listen, when it comes together for Tebow, he, he's a he's a good rider, but just his head seems to fall off at the wrong time. But I have confidence with his team. It's probably yeah one this season, but next year, Gadu, Demar, Kung, uh, dare I say it, Pino, can all <laughs> can all come back and have good seasons in twenty twenty two. But I think it's a little bit disappointing just the the two World Tour wins. So yeah, it, it's it's a one. Super Giro, okay. Super Giro. Obviously, with Bernal and Martinez, um, both performing like unbelievably. Martinez was almost best on there, and Garner was good as well. Um, okay, tour. What? How we? Or is it, it was a fail? A fail. No, no, um, no. Like when they when the tour went pear shaped last year, they could they bag stage wins. They kind of mm. refound I, I mean, their. <laughs> Themselves, but this year third they'd have had a third of the tour. I, I understand for them it's probably probably a fail, but I, I think a podium at the Tour de France is still a it's a really good result, yeah. regardless of, of of your status. But was he re- was he ever going to win? No, he was never really going for the win. I I do agree with that, and there was also no stage win to go. With no. it at the tour, no. it was like it was almost worse for them that they didn't that they had that person in the third. Like if, yeah. if Carapaz was tenth, then it would have been easy to to redirect the ship. But they were going all in for GC. So I, I I say there's one like I said the nine main races they've won two of them with Carapaz winning gold and Bernal winning the Giro, and then adding all these one week wins like Tour de Swiss, Carapaz, Criterium, Richie Port. Tour de Romandie, Duran Thomas. So they've had a lot of wins. Garner's like smashed the uh, World TT at the end. Um, disappointing tour, which they always put their book, like that's their bookend. They want to go really well on the tour. But apart from that, they've done pretty well. Yeah. And they've also found a, a good youngster in um, Ethan Hayter, who was winning a lot of races at Norway and, and Britain at the end of the year, which is... It's good to have someone else winning. Um, I think it's a, it's between a four and a five for me. Oh, there's some there's some disappointments yeah. within. Like Pidcock, I thought he was going to be anything this 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 year. Um, Adam Yates, I don't know where he's at. Gagenhart, I don't know. He's like a, he's a Juro winner, and he looked nothing like it this year. Yeah. In it, Cambo, if we had your budget mail on our desk in front of us, like oh, this I think we'd be pretty, pretty, pretty confident this is in the top two. Yeah, like this, there'd be a lot of money spent on this yeah. squad. Yeah, so results v expectations probably did fall short. I think it's a three. Whoosh. <laughs> a gold medal and a zero. And it's a three. I, I, I know, I know, but the, 
Cycling is the Tour de France. This team is the Tour de France. It's good to see you come out and go hard on a team, Alex. I, I just think the amount of money that they had, Lack of Australian presence at the Ineos and you've just gone whack. <laughs> yeah. Rowan Dennis is leaving and Alex goes whack. He's going he's to give Bike Exchange a five for their season. <laughs> <laughs> for their one World Tour win. <laughs> oh, nah, Alex, for me it's a four. 16 World Tour wins, 32 overall, winning the Giro, third at the Tour de France. And like Max said, all those one-week races... No, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very strong four for me. I know there was no Tour de France, but it's a four. It's a, pa- it's a pass. See, I'm, I'm struggling with this compared to Quick Step. I get Quick Step had about 12 sprint wins, but you got to, like, again, they are Pro Tour wins. They're stage wins. They're great. Cav, Jakobsen, and Bennett. But you take them out, but you can't take them out. Sorry, I'll, you can't take them out. That's 12 <laughs> stages. Should we, take, should we take out Bernal's Giro? <laughs> yeah, but no one else, no, no quick step riders finished top three in a grand tour. Mm, yeah. We need to come up with the Stanley Street social waiting on wins system. Yeah. yeah. And, and we need some hard mail on budgets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm, I'm going to five. Wow. I think that's almost the biggest spread we've had. We've had a yeah. three, a four, and a five. The the thing the thing that confuses me about this squad too is like how are they going to win the Tour de France again? Well, it's, they, yeah, it's Bernal. Bernal, he's, but... he's he's the one. But I mean, at the moment, it's looking very difficult to beat Pog, isn't it? Extremely they've got, difficult. They've got one of the best cycling academies in the world. I'm sure they'll get a new guy coming in pretty soon, and Ethan Hayter could be that man. Intermarche Wanty. They've got World Tour wins. They do. They've three got three. They I wore mean, the red jersey at the, yeah. the Welter for a long period too. They were extremely they, present, extremely present. The stage of, of Taco Van Horn at the Giro was really nice. So I gave them, gave them a win early, then the pressure was off. Not that they went on to do anything else, but still getting a, getting a stage win at the Giro. Is, is a massive win. Rain Taramea stage at the Vuelta. Then, like you said, it was uh, the Norwegian guy, um, uh, Iking, wearing the red jersey for a week. And then some bits and pieces um, with nine wins overall. So for them, I think I think that's a, that's a pretty good season. I think we can't forget uh, Louis Menke's finishing top 20 in a, in a, in a grand tour twice. <laughs> <laughs> Rock solid top 20. <laughs> he is so good for a top 20. Um, it, it, I wish he could bet on that, but he'd be a sure, he'd be a sure thing. Um, my, I, I love Italian sprinters and Pasquale and didn't do anything for me this year. No. Um, um, they were present. I love how they held the jersey and threw numbers at it. and um, They held the jersey of both to, at the Giro as well, of Tarame for a bit, didn't they? I'm pretty sure they did. Okay. We'll, I'll, 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 I'll hold you to that. Um, so there are, oh, but we're not taking budget into it. There, there are three. I agree. I think it's. I think it's a three. I don't think they can be be a pass, but it is a. It's a very good season. I think so. It's it's a three. 
E, e, hang on, are we not considering budget? Well, we are, but we no, are. We are. But they're world, they're world tour. They're yeah, world, world tour team. Squad. Um, they don't have any big, big names on the list, but the names that they do have, they've they've got some okay results with. Mm. Uh, It'd be interesting to see their money versus Alberson. Would be. You imagine mm. Alberson have more. Alberson would have more, you'd think. I think I think I think those two the the two stages they won and the time in the jersey gets them a four. Gets them over the line for me. Okay. Okay. Max, Israel startup nation. When do we, what's <laughs> the budget? Let's go. Let's where's, go. Where's the budget? We're so talking. They, this is this is where we need budget. Are they oh, top no. four for budget? I'm not going to say hard and fast yes or no on that, but they'd be in the top half. Let's put it that way on, in terms of budget. Okay, let's just talk about what they did in terms of World Tour wins. They got one at Torino uh, that I don't even remember and then Michael Woods and Dan Martin. Dan Martin, the only one of the Grand Tour race. Oh, that's, that's grim looking. Woods looked good in a lot of races but wasn't able to get it done. Dan Martin was... I'm sure. Hopefully, they're not paying him a lot. They are. Oh, I think he's retiring at the end of this season. Yeah, he's he's done. Dan Martin. I don't think we'll see Dan Martin in a professional race again. They've um, got the oldest list. Like they're the Geelong. Like they just have thirty year olds left, right, and centre. But Geelong thirty year olds <laughs> are performing. That's the slight difference. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Geelong aren't bringing in. 35-year-olds on millions of euros a year. No. Um, and the, the promising thing, Froome actually looked like he was in a race at the end of the year, which was good. Yep. Um, because we don't want to see a boring Israel next year and it looks like their eggs are in the Froome basket again. So hopefully Froome finds something next season. But they're a zero. Do <laughs> <laughs> have any Australians we've got to apologise to? <laughs> Okay, three World Tour wins. It was it was Will Schmidt at Torino, Romandy with Woods, oh. and then a stage at the Giro. Yeah, so one one of the Grand Tours they managed to get a stage. Which yeah, is and totally almost getting me to a one, but and to be fair, the, the the results really fell away after that. A lot of national championships, a lot of a lot of one point ones, two point ones. Ben Herman's torched Norway. Woods almost saved it at the end of the year. He was in some good groups. Woods is a really good rider, by the yeah. way. I think he's he's like a he's a top ten sort of rider. In, and, and whether it's one day it, races or whether it's tours, he's he's always there or thereabouts. Someone that can can win bike races. And if you're watching the race, he, he makes you feel it feels like Israel is present in the race. Yeah, if you take him out. Half and this is just this is just a, this is just another little thing that's just adding to it. They were they were very active at Roubaix and Boivon was looking super. Yes, he crashed, but they were in the thick of Roubaix, which is you know, very recent. It's top of our mind. I can't give them a zero. I, I'm going to give them a one. Extremely active in the tour as well. Woods looked like he the polka dots was a chance for a while there. Yeah, um, the one active, for me. Active for a top five budget team. 
Uh, yeah, I gave him his first budget. I can see, I can see your zero, but I, I'm, I'm gonna have to give him a one. I'm not, I'm not looking post footy to do any sort of work of Israel startup nation. I'm happy, <laughs> I'm happy to, I'm happy to safely give them a zero and not feel like that might get some backlash at some point. <laughs> Lotus Sidal, eight wins for the year. How many of those went to Caleb? One, two, three. Four, four to Caleb. Yep. And Caleb pretty much didn't ride the Tour de France. No, he didn't. Um, Which was a huge out for them with um, with them throwing the entire team at Caleb Ewan. Crashed out on the first stage. Cambo pinned him for five wins. And I think that, that probably would have come through. We saw how dominant Mark Cavendish was in the sprints. He probably would have won seven. Uh, yeah. But he didn't. So they have eight World Tour wins and 12 overall. Um, and we always like to go early with our teams and we had him down for about seven wins at the Volta and then he didn't even go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I think this year showed that without Caleb, they, they don't offer a great deal. Um, on top of those second, uh, so, sorry, on top of those those victories, they were second at San Remo with Caleb, and then also they were second at Roubaix uh, with Vermesh. So they were they were present in some of those big races, but, you know, but seconds he, don't don't really count, do they? So yeah, we're, we're, you, we're judging them on wins. You look at their big names, like their their star riders of Wellens, Gilbert, Dejan Cole. Like there are other guys there. Yeah, they're all they they're in their thirties. They're all over the Wellens are thirty. Degenkolb's thirty-two. Gil Gilbert's seventy-six, <laughs> and Thomas Degens another one who they bank at least two or three wins a year. Probably had one of the worst years he's had uh, to date. Um, I've I love following him on Twitter, and he just keeps saying that he's just nowhere near what everyone else is doing at the moment. So. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure if Lotto follow him on Twitter, but if if, if they do, they realise <laughs> that he's probably lost it. Um, they got a bit of faith in this young fella, Cron. Um, uh, Vermeersh is where they put their eggs now with Caleb. Yeah, Harry. From Australian perspective, Harry Sweeney, a nice little find as well. Mm. But he's not bagging them wins yet. They need no. something. They need something. Like their classics team can be based around Vermeersh now. It was based around a few others, but their classic team can be based around him with Caleb doing the sprints. And then they just need someone who can climb. I just feel like they need a mix. And it's not Wallens. It's not Van Hook. Yeah, I agree. Without without Caleb and without Wellens, it's like in the higher mountains, you, you kind of do want someone to be able to, to compete and get in the thick of it. And they just don't, they don't really have it at all. Um, Go get yourself a climber. Yeah. Someone that can just compete and be in there. <laughs> be present. Yeah. Create sure. a contest. What are, Go, what are, go get a Louis Menkies. <laughs> yeah. Go get yourself a top 20. Um, just, uh, just something for them next year, which might add some, some strength and firepower and a different little angle to their classics team is uh, young Australian Jared Drisner's is heading to Lotto Sudal for the start of next year. So, um, just another Australian angle for us to, to keep an eye on, which would be which would be nice. I'll go first of a two, Alex. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's around the 
two, three, two. Oh, really? Three. It's, it's a two. It's, it's not two. a three. It's, it's a not a three. Where did they a one or, It was a one or a two. It was a, it's a two. Mm. Well, Alex, I mean, I can see where you're getting your three from because of Caleb and Harry. Oh, there's, there's, two, an, there's, a, there's an angle there for Alex. Don't forget about that. <laughs> uh, movie star. When is season three coming? Do you know? Uh, there, there has to be a pretty good few episodes out of the uh, back end of this team's year. I don't think we've talked about it on the pod, but uh, Miguel Angel Lopez has raced his last race for that squad off the back of uh, his saga. Unannounced. <laughs> I don't think we needed to mention it. I think everyone just knew that that was Lopez's last ride from Movistar. Crazy. Does crazy this team, does situation. Does this team need a full clean out? Like- little bit. A little bit. How's Valverde still finishing top 10 in the overall rankings for the year as well? He must just get a lot of points for top fives. Yeah. He was looking as good as ever at Lombardia, by the way. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? <laughs> so they put, a lot us, of, Alex? they put a lot in Grand Tours and they've got Mass Lopez Valverde second, third and fourth for the Volta. Uh, the Giro they've missed. And then the two other have obviously had mass in six. That's Second overall at the Vuelta, three World Tour wins for the season, including a stage uh, by M.A. Lopez. The <laughs> next stage, he, he quit the race. <sighs> they do need a clean out. I think they are. Lopez is going. I'm pretty sure Mark Soler is going. Valverde has to be retiring. So that means surely it's all on Enric Mass. I feel like Valverde is going around again. Is he? I think he is. That's the worst news for Enric Mass. Well, there's nothing on his contract, but there hasn't been any hoo-ha about him retiring or maybe he just wants to go out go out quietly. But the way he was going at Lombardia, he's got another year in him. I don't mind their American. Uh, what's his name? George Jensen, is it? Uh, Jorgensen, Matteo. Um, but apart from that... They've got to put all their eggs in Enric Mass. I'm a big Enric Mass man. Um, I reckon he can be a GC rider, probably not to the extent that Pog and Rog are, but if he avoids them, he can potentially win a Giro. Yeah, um, I mean, he was second at the Welter. That's that's a massive result. And you're right, yeah. If he can go to places where they're not going, he can, he can win races for sure. But on the basis of this year, Alex, there are two... Yeah, I'm just trying to trying to quantify if Mass's podiums. Yeah, that's get him the thing, up to isn't a it? Three. Well, <laughs> both wow. of them, Mass and Lopez finish on the podium. Budget two. It's a two. It's a it's a two from me too. That is stiff though. It's seconded seconded a Grand Tour with Mass. It's a it's a good achievement. Three twos. Well done, boys. Yeah, this is good. I think, feel like we're really starting to get a bit of a grasp of what, what this whole ranking system is about. I feel like we're going to have a miss on the next team anyway, though. <laughs> team Barkey's change. <laughs> oh, dear. We all have to be on the same, the same level here, surely. Alex, do you want to take us away with this one? I, I'm, I'm just going to take, take it away. According to my maths, they had 35 wins in 2019, like total wins. 
and that that was ba- that was off the back of 33 29 27 like they were they were a winning team yes this year they got two wins world tour wins two two world tour wins and yep. one there is no way anyone remembers Esteban Chavez won in Spain in March. Mm. Like, what's going on? There's, there's some, there seems to be some issues there. Um, that's a big drop off in wins. What would you say? Alex? high high twenties. Uh, they were pretty much hitting thirties, like yeah. every year. I mean, that's that's a significant drop off. And and when you actually deep dig into those wins, they were winning big races. Yeah. So, two World Tour wins, only nine. Victories overall. They did have a, a third place at the Giro with Simon Yates, which I think is that's a, that's a significant result. Tell me I'm wrong. It's yeah. a good result. That is yeah. Um, and a stage win there too. Been in the lights of uh, likes of Hugh Carthy. I mean, it's a massive result. <laughs> um. And then after, I mean, they, they only, they only had two. This is, this is the thing. They only had two victories after the Giro. There's a lot of races after the Giro. That is quiet. Yeah. Where, I, where I, did they- I think they had a weird, like, change in motives to go for jerseys rather than wins. Does anyone else get that feel? Like, Matthews was going for green jerseys, not wins. Ugh. Yates was going for yellow. Hamilton was going to be a GC, go for yellow. Chavez goes for GC every time he rides. None of them go for like wins. Yeah, and that, and that was the big story of this year. Matthews came in. Did he get any wins at all? He got no World Tour wins. I don't think he got any victories he didn't at, win all. at all. Would have been a lot of top fives, but you're right. Does that inclusion of Matthews then just take away everyone else's opportunities for victories? And Matthews is that sort of rider where. You know, four or five years ago, he could win in sort of almost any situation. Maybe with these new guys, with the Vans and Pog and all these guys, a lot of those opportunities are simply just no longer there. But obviously the team thought that they were, but on the result sheet, nothing nothing comes up. So If they're, if they're not all out for Matthews, I dare say Stannard wins a stage, Housen wins a race, Nick Schultz wins a stage. I reckon they've yeah. just had a, a, a little bit of a nightmare in terms of their what they wanted mm. from each race, especially the main yeah. three because they're a, they're a tour team. They're not a big classics team. They're a big tour team. Um, their their motives around there because the guys they took, we all spoke pre race like bullish about their team every time. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of good names on the team sheets, but there must just be something going on at the team because nine victories is. It's not many. It's not many at all. So hopefully it's just a bad year and they can bounce back. But so talk to me about cycling world. Is that is there big changes in management? Is there changes in riders? What what happens after a bad year like that? I feel like cycling world doesn't get the same scrutiny that the football world does. Mm -hmm. There's no there's no coaches with their heads on the chopping block. Um, Needs to be security and jobs in cycling. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's mates. And contracts don't get broken up just willy-nilly. Rarely. Rarely, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but they, they, did have a, they did have a new GM come in, didn't they, Alex? Yeah, so they had a new By GM exchange. who came from Bahrain. 
two seasons ago when Bannon, um, Shane Bannon had that wild deal with the <laughs> Spanish, Spanish crowd, cartel yeah. via a charity somehow. Um, and yeah, they've got a new manager, but just it hasn't been it hasn't been all good. And there and there's rumors around them signing like Jakobsen. No, not <laughs> Jakobsen. Um, the Danish climber from Bullsang. Bullsang, like. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah. What's what do they, they, they need? What, the what, definition what, of Mitchelson Scott? Fuzzling. We don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. They also changed equipment this year as well to to Bianchi. And their um, TTs were rubbish all year. Yeah. Doesn't look great in terms of long. I know that you guys might know more about the Mitchelson sponsor here, but I know it's struggling to get long-term security with Mitchelton and Jerry Ryan, I'm pretty sure his kids hate cycling. They're going to hate it even more after the year that's just, <laughs> just had. Like they're fighting for a sponsor here. Yeah. And I think yeah. like Jerry's been trying to find that sponsor the whole time. Um, then it, it almost, I think, I don't know, to, to Shane's credit, maybe that's where it was coming from. He was just swinging at whatever he could get, no matter what it was. And they've found, <laughs> they've got a new minor sponsor in, uh, an area of Saudi, some Saudi country, yeah, which has some horrendous um, human rights track record, and that's right. that's like that's a that's their new sponsor. Like it's it's not an exciting team. If you you actually go to the team's history, um, the most wins by any rider is Caleb Ewan, twenty nine wins. Maybe East End Wine. You know where you know where this team goes. They get Caleb back, sprint lead out. They're crushing it. They've got an Australian at the helm who can actually win. They give up GC. Give up GC. Or they sell Simon Yates to who were the team that were saying needed the GC rider the other uh, Lotto. Lotto, yeah. yeah. See that Alex Max is going to sponsor a team with East End Wine Bar. Good. Yeah. Yeah, We'll we'll jump on. I've got pretty clear motives. Got a good who, relationship with Caleb Ewan, bring him back yeah. in. Who, who would be? Who would you need? Who would? You, who is? What would be your non-negotiables if you came on as a um, ten million dollar sponsor of a cycling team, Max? You got to grab the Australian public. That's where the money is. No one's buying Mitchelton wine over in Europe. So you got to grab the Australian public. You got to grab Caleb Ewan or Jack Haig. You got to throw your money. I know you've lost them both because of a poor something happened back. A couple of years ago, with both of them just throw some money at the Aussies. Anyway, what Wait. score? What score do they get? Not, not Jakob Fuglsang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a thirty-six-year-old Danish <laughs> bug. Um, they're oh, they're as bad as Israel, but does does the the S Yates podium at the Giro it does get him a, get him a one it gets him a one I think he gets him a one yeah if that if that if that result's not there it's a zero Lucas Hamilton replying to my DMs on Insta gets him a one and <laughs> <laughs> team DSM they're coming off a, almost a seven last year yeah massive they had a state state stinker they had a sticker. They? they couldn't back it up. In a, in a massive way. Max's, uh, Max's idea of taking one rider out, if you rip out Michael Storer, mm-hmm. not, not a whole lot to talk about. 
Well, he's on the move to FTJ next yeah. season. A little bit of a an international theme going on there. Him and Miles Scottson might be able to to link up. But yeah, you're right. If, if you take Storer's wins out, that's half the victories. Um, Roman Bardet contributed nicely, I think, with his team. He added something different. It's also good for him to get a change up from AG2R. He had a couple of wins. He was pretty active at Lombardia. Um, but overall, it's a it's a poor season. Um, they had some bad press. The management doesn't sound like it's it's great. A little bit too much of a military sort of regime, which was working when they were winning lots of races. Everyone was happy to to talk about it in a positive way. But when things go wrong, doesn't um, it doesn't come across well in in the press? And it's never worked for keeping riders. Anyone no. that finds success there goes running. Turnover rate is incredibly high. And exactly to your point now, Alex, Michael Storer has probably had his best season. Whoosh, he's out the door. Um, yeah. Didn't I read somewhere that Bardet went to DSM to work on his classics? And then he's come out and run a six and a Giro and performs his best at the Volta? <laughs> I don't know about that article. If you can, if you can pull Bardet it up, said like his reason for going to DSM was to work. And to be fair, his first few races with DSM were classics. Okay. Uh, like I said, he had a pretty good one at Lombardia. At least he was active in, in the thick of the race. His Volta was outstanding with Stora. They were both great. And I do remember his, D- his Giro. That's where Stora sort of came on the map, riding for Bardet, and he came six. So they were both present there. Yep. Um, their tour was outstandingly horrible. I think we gave them a zero. I think we did. Yeah, zero. So some of their big names just didn't fire a shot in Tiz Banu, um, Seas Bowl. Yes, you can put um, Crow Anderson in there Crow too. Anderson. Also, Jai Hindley, a, po- a podium um, getter at the Giro. Yeah, so some of their big names just didn't fire a shot, which hasn't helped them. Yeah. But they're not a one, they're a two, just. There are two. There are two based on how present they were in the lesser two of the Grand Tours. They want a polka dot jersey. And the zero, the zero at the um, at the Tour de France doesn't doesn't help their score. No, no, but they had all all eggs in the in in the C's bowl basket, which was an interesting choice. <laughs> which, if it's not going to work when all the sprinters have crashed out, then. I don't think it's going to work. True. I'm giving him a one. They're getting a one. <laughs> Do they okay. lose points because Michael Storr is on the move? <laughs> yeah, I think I think that contributes to the score. Bad he performed his best when he signed the papers to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one or a two, Max? There are two. I stand by my two. two. I, yeah, no, I think there are two. I'm heavily biased to Grand Tours. It seems like you guys are a bit more biased to one-day races. I think there are two. Can you both just justify where where they where they get their two from? They lit up the Volta. Okay, Michael Storer did. No, oh, but he can't harsh on Bardet. <laughs> What's your issue with Romain? <laughs> right, he he was he was going all right at the tour as well. And I know this doesn't add much. This this probably doesn't contribute anything to their score. But he was going all right until he crashed out. Three wins, three wins at the Welter is is great, but I'm I'm going to stand hard and fast by my by my one. Okay, Jumbo Visma. Is this 
this works well if you if you do the old takeout Rogley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take out two riders. What's left? The second of the Tour de France, actually. <laughs> yeah, they did get Vinegard, who's, who's looked like he could be someone that Jumbo could work with to try and take on Pog as the as the double. Um, are they stage wins at all of them? Oh, no, they missed the Giro. What, what, what happened to the Giro with them? Um, oh, they went to bias Voss, George Bennett, double lead, and they failed. Ah, uh, yes. I mean, I mean raw numbers. There's a lot, a lot of victories here. There's 19 World Tour and 43 overall. Second at the Tour de France, Amstel Gold win. Um, Roglic winning 90 races at the back end of the season. It felt like <laughs> torching the Vuelta. What's your What's your opinion? What What race do you think is the stiffest for being not? A monument. I think it's Amstel and Van Aert's won that. So he's won the very next best thing. Mm. And he lit up the tour. Like I, I'm more than happy because I'm a tour man and not a one day man. I'm more than happy for Van Aert to light up the tour and do nothing in the rest. Mm. When, when I say do nothing, he was the favorite in all of them and was marked really well and just got beat. Yeah. They won yeah. four stages of the tour and second. Yeah. Overall, there's a, there's a lot of a lot of points and value coming from just that three weeks. The same at, at the Vuelta, four three stages and the overall. And I was critical of Ineos before for not changing direction and taking stage wins. This team changed direction. Yeah, in a they big pivoted way, well. A big way. There's something interesting coming for the tour. And I think the biggest thing for this team is they found Vindegaard in the Tour de France. They found him. It's made it awkward, though. Now, Roglic van Aert and potentially Grunewagen all wanting Tour. And then Tom Dumoulin, Tom Dumoulin sort of back in the picture. It's, it's bloody <laughs> awkward now. Cambo, Cambo, um, how much money would you have to take as Vindegaard to go to Cofidis right now? I think you'd be wanting... You'd be wanting close to two million euro a season okay. to, to so lead this group. They're going to need to find some extra cash from their one yeah. and a half of the Yeah, I think I think he's going to get some opportunities, and at the same time, I think he's still going to be happy to to do the job. I think he'd be happy to go back to the tour and work for Roglic for one more year. Would you Would you agree? I think Roglic has still got a good run at the Tour de France. By the way, yeah. Um, I don't know what's happening on, on the TT front there, but some of their TTs, Van Aert, Roglic, Vinegard, Tom Dumoulin, Tobias Voss, Edward, Ed, Ed Athene, these guys can seriously ride TTs. Yeah. Again, good equipment. I think yeah, fits something good equipment. like big budget, top, top tier sports science, top gear. Mm. TTs follow the money. Oh. Tough, isn't it? They're real close. They're close. Well, if you rate the Grand Tours, the Volta's the third, mm. in my opinion. So they've won the third one. The they didn't have a great, they didn't have a great the Giro. Giro. 
didn't get anything done at the Giro, salvaged the tour. Well, almost best on for the tour with his stage wins with Van Aert's performance and then Vinegard. And then Van Aert did not, unfortunately, win any of the monuments apart from Amstel, which is just outside of monument status. He also won Ghent Wevelgem. That's a five. It's a six for me. Mm. It's a six for me. Tour de France, GC, like that's that's their thing. But I, I just, I, they got I, second. I, I yeah. They've missed their two things. They've missed the second, monument and they've missed the tour. Second with an emergency coming in, <laughs> <laughs> and and four stage wins on top of it. Yeah, no, I think I think they get a six. I think they get a six. Because okay. and and then also throw on top of that just the amount of raw wins that they got. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how we judge quick step raw wins. This is a lot. I think it's the second most amount of raw wins. Yeah, forty three. Um, speaking of raw wins, Quebec Assos. We're talking three, all at the Giro. We're talking three, and I think. They must have got six, nearly a seven after their Giro to not be featured in any kind of review or unpack for the rest they of the They must have. See, I pulled, <laughs> pulled up stumps four days, five days after the flag. They must have gone for a month post-Giro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember seeing their jersey post, post-Giro. <laughs> Maybe Max Walshed was present and Simon Clark was present like we saw in Paris-Roubaix. I can't even remember anyone being present. Why it wasn't to quiet back end. Quite After such a good year. <laughs> they were all in on the Giro. They got what they, they wanted. Who went to the who went to the tour for this for these people? <laughs> and every other race. Pots of Evo did something, surely. I think it was a couple of seasons ago, Pots of Vivo. <laughs> I think I'm halfway through the Giro. Really a, excited. Man. We had a review, and then I, I uh, switched my ratings around. I had him for a podium finish. Obviously, didn't eventuate to that. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't even reckon there's one rider in this team that I'm looking at right now that would get a benchmark. Nizolo's down. Nizolo would go close. Max, Max Walshed was probably their best rider. Campenart's one of the amazing. Stage as well. I remember seeing Max Walshade in the in the thick of it at Roubaix. Yeah, he had a, he he had in a the good race. Year. He had a good year. Do they get a one because of the three victories at the Giro? Is that so long ago? <laughs> it it doesn't, doesn't really doesn't really <laughs> count. Doesn't hold a lot of weight anymore. It's, it does. It's it's it, it's a one and just. Yeah. It's a good Giro. It is a good Giro. They won three stages within five days and then nothing <laughs> yeah. else. I told you, mate. They must have gone to Vegas. What are you giving, Alex? Are you coming on a one or you, you don't want to go that far? Budget. They were lucky to be a team this year. They'll be on the lower end of the budget. I think maybe the lowest. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Scrambling for riders. I think they get a two for their for their Giro. <laughs> budget considered, Cambo. Budget considered. 
Hey, Max, is there anyone on that, um, yeah, on that team sheet or in Rob management Power. that he, he protects relationships Power. with? He mates of Rob Power. <laughs> well, Rob Power hasn't been for that. Poor Roberto. Could be the final straw. It's a it's a one and we move on, Alex. Yeah. Uh, Trek Sega Friday. So this is going to be the most interesting review of the of the whole thing because they won a monument. They did, and they also won a stage of the Tour de France. Two massive kicks. But they were their only two World Tour victories, Boca Molomer and uh, Jasper Stuyven. And they Giacconi came a top 10 at the Giro, and the other two they missed. They felt present. <laughs> they, they, mainly by Molomer's work in the breakaways, every breakaway of the Giro and the, and the Tour de France. The sooner they get rid of the shark, the better. Yep. Um, and the sooner they lose Segafredo as a title sponsor. What's that? He's the, the, he's the Italian man. He's the king of Italy. As soon as Cic- Ciccone realises that stage wins are, are him. Yeah. Still yeah. impressive. He was there in all the monuments. Really um, good rider. Yep. Yep. Molomar, impressive. Uh, probably deserved more for his year than one stage win. If you're going to get from, anywhere, it's at the tour. Yeah, apart from that, you'd say Brambia had a fail. Toons had a fail. Alessand wore the jersey for a couple of days, but probably had a mm-hmm. fail. Mads Pedersen had a couple of victories. I think he had three, including Kern, Brussels Kern. Was looking good in Paris-Roubaix until Luke Rowe backpedaled into him. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Cairns, Brussels, Cairns, not World Tour. Just found that it's out. not. Yeah, it's not. Be pretty. Yeah, probably the best. One of the best non-World Tour races. I'm going to go with all three. Oh, it's a tricky one, isn't that. it? Three. Three. Yeah, one of them. I'm rating my things on the nine key races, and they won one. Winning a monument, Alex. That mm. that like if on our rating system, which big, you're going to generate over big. the summer, that's going to count for a lot of points. Yep. As is and a you, stage of the tour. And, and that if that stage win was at the World Tour or the Giro, it would be, be a different story, but it's at the Tour yeah. de France. Yeah. I was tossing up between a two and a three, but I just I think that monument, like Max is talking about, it, it counts for a lot. And not like, it was only two World Tour wins, but overall they had 19 yeah. victories, overall, which, is, which is a lot of victories. So yeah. I, I think there are three. I'm going to come with you on a three, too. Yeah. Well done, before we get to our last team, UAE, I might go back to a couple of A's that we missed. AG2R and Astana. Starting off with Astana. Three World Tour wins, 12 overall. Pretty pretty quiet for them. I think their budget would be on the, the upper side. The upper end. I think they've had the worst year since I've followed cycling for Astana. I'd probably agree. Um, no, Lutsenko, no grand tour wins either. But Senko looked better than Vlasov, so you got to work out what's going on there. Yeah. And out of, those wins, out of those wins, 50% of them look to be national championships victories. <laughs> so actually not really part of the team. <laughs> Where are these stage winner guys? Where's Luis Jan Sanchez, Izaguiris, the Aaron Burry, the Fulgslang, the Fabio Fellini? Where are Omar Frailer? 
Where yeah. are these guys? Where is their form? Well, Luchenko looked really good at Dolphin A. What did he end up finishing? I think he yeah, Luchenko's my one out. He 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 gets a trademark of the year. And Vlasov's come fourth in a Giro. Mm. I mean, two of those boys that you talked about, Aaron Buru and uh, Jon Izagire, won some stages at Basque Country earlier in the year. But besides that, then Dauphiné, and then it was Nationals, Nationals, Nationals. A one-day race in Spain um, that Luis Leon won. They're, they're not as bad as what, we, as what I'm thinking. Vlasov, fourth, Giro. Uh, Vlasov, sixth. Volta and Lutsenko seventh in the tour. I think it's. I know there have been top tens, but I think it's a two. Yeah, it's a two. Mm, two. Don't put a whole lot of value on fifth to tenth at Grand Tours. No, no. it means they're present though, and they're in that elite group of ten riders that are going up the biggest climbs together. Yeah, yeah. I think unfortunately for the fifth to 10th rider in the current world to a GC climbing peloton. That means you're hooped like halfway up the final climb. It means you're finishing six, 15 minutes back on the general. Yeah. Uh, AAG Tour, before we get to UAE to wrap things up. Big Australian year with Ben O'Connor. Yeah. Stage winner. Tour de France Putting... stage win. Yeah. Fourth. I know we're, we're – just ripping on people. I guess we have a bit of an Australian bias, but fourth at the Tour de France for Ben, who's someone that got a one-year contract, got a chop out really yeah. from the team, then delivers like that, then gets a massive extension on his contract. Um, as a French team as well, to get that yeah, win at the, the Tour de race. France, it's, it's a lot of value in that. Uh, I think I think they'll present. I. I I get we're going to rate him quite highly on Ben O'Connor's form, but I just remember seeing a lot of Champassin, Parapan, Vendrame won a stage. Camel Jane, uh, I'm pretty sure, come top 10 in one of the Grand Tours. I'm not sure which one. Um, I think there are three. No, they're not. There are, there are, there are two. Sorry. Uh, O'Connor's a six. That- but- a stage at the Tour, a stage at the Vuelta, a stage at the Giro. Yeah, but Movistar podium the Volta and we're giving them a – O'Connor's just come fourth at the Tour. We have that Australian bias, don't we? Yeah, mm. we do. It's like winning two stages. What did you <laughs> give him, Max? Did you give him a two? I gave him a two. I initially said three, but back to two. I think I'll go three. Mm, I'm going to give him a three too. Yeah, hopefully, Ben's listening, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, UAE Emirates to wrap things up. So back to our thing about if we yeah. take one rider out. Yeah. <laughs> if we take Tadair out. But I think with UAE, more than any other team, they worked for Tadej in every race. Um, so it wasn't a one-man show, if that makes sense. Like the tour was an epic UAE ride. They all just yeah, looked was. after him to an absolute T. We were wondering what UAE were going to do come Lombardi and Roubaix and uh, Lombardi and uh, what's the other one, the Pog one? Yeah, uh, Lage, best on Lage with like Hershey and all these other guys, but they just ride for him. Yeah, yeah, does it all. Scott does it all. 
So let's just go through the victories that he had. Tour de France, Liège, Lombardia, Torino, and UAE Tour. You couldn't have a better season, I don't think. What's and he like, failed at the Olympics? Yep. And he did get on the podium there. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, he's, he's winning the Tour de France and picking up three stages along the way too. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like doing enough every day, not having any bad days. He's yeah. going out and attacking the race, watching time trials. There was, I mean, there's a couple of disappointments, maybe like Gaviria. We won a stage, but um, was I think off. He, him and Hershey, you would expect a Hershey, little bit more from. Yeah, Christoph didn't even get out in the park. Uh, Just running around in the twos all year. Yeah, Ulysses and Trenton didn't win their like stages they normally win. I think did Trenton win one? I think he did in the end. I think he won a, a lower yeah, level race. Yeah, he won a one point one in Italy. But the he guys that helped him out, like Dilo Cruz, Formolo, Rafael Mica, these, yeah. these guys, they they should be raves. Yeah, and they got George Bennett going across there next season to add to that climbing group. How do you feel about that, Max? Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll follow George to UAE. Um, although I'm not big with the Middle Eastern money companies. Um, my now two favourite are UAE and Bahrain, so explain that. <laughs> They're this, almost a seven. They've got three, seven? three of those massive ones that I said, the two are Lombardi and Lage. And Torino is probably, with Paris Nice and Swiss, the, the biggest one-week races of year two. Silver medal. Winning the tour under pressure as well as the returning. Exactly. I think that adds a lot. Like to, to, if we're judging the team as well, Alex, like dealing with that pressure, going in with the favourite, it's completely mm. different to going in as an underdog. They're not going in with Christoph winning the opening stage. Yeah. And they and just... Then, they didn't do it like the other teams. They put all their eggs in the baskets that they wanted to win. Like the other tours, let's just have a quick look. Giro, Formolo 14th, and Jan Polak in the Volta. Like they didn't even take a team. <laughs> yeah. Did they win? They didn't win anything at the. No, they won a stage at the Giro with Joe Dom, who's actually moving to Astana. And then. One stage at the World Tour with Micah, so they still they still won stage uh, stages at the other Grand Tours with yeah, like Max said, not their far from their best team. Um, it's a seven, it's a seven, for seven. seven, it's a seven. To wrap things up, sevens fittingly. So a seven, a seven with UAE, and then I had sixes to Bahrain, and you guys had sixes to Quickstep as yep. well. Yep, yep, and Jumbo, and Jumbo. Israel, and it was just was, was there just the one zero thrown out there today, and that was yeah. Zero. I, I was the only one that had balls to give Israel a, a, a zero. <laughs> See it? That's the wrap. You done? An hour and a yeah. half. An Boys. hour and a half wrap. You don't need to, to go through riders. Pogs easily the best on by uh, country mile. Yeah, no need to go near that. Um, and then I wouldn't even know who second is. Maybe Rog. Maybe Van Art. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There you top three. Um, yeah, we'll 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 spend the uh, summer critiquing and uh, working on the algorithm that is the ranking system. Yeah, I think what we do know is cycling is in a very good space going into twenty twenty two in terms of how competitive it is. It looks like Rog and Bog have a genuine um, 
rivalry. We're not sure who's going to win at different times. And then the classics are a flip of a coin. Yeah. Not, it's not the van show that we thought. And we'll have a full classic season this uh, next year as well. All the races in there. All the races stacked on top of each other. So it'll be a good year. Thanks, Cambo. Thanks, Max. Thank well, you very Dan. much, Alex. Pleasure doing business. Thanks, Max. Stay in quarantine. Don't sneak out. <laughs>